Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. All right. Welcome, everybody. I'm sure Matt Miles will join in here in just a second. But, you know, welcome to Vikings Happy Hour. Uh, Matt, Miles, and I are going to be here talking about the Vikings defense. Is it a liability or are they a reliable source for us on the back end while we try to hold on to these leads? So um, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Hopefully everyone's here. And uh, yeah, let's go, baby. Welcome to Vikings Happy Hour, where we mix our favorite beverage and talk of your Minnesota Vikings. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vikings Happy Hour. Uh, it's been a little bit since uh, since we've done this, but uh, a lot has changed. I mean, the Vikings went on a couple game winning streak. They uh, continue to defy all logic when it comes to these performances. Uh, and they sit one game away from clinching the NFC North on Sunday. Um, I don't even know kind of where to start. I know we in the in the show notes we talked about the defense, uh, whether these one score games are sustainable. So I think I'll just toss it to you two. Uh, we can start with you first, Ryan, and you know lead us whichever direction because there's plenty to talk about in in both instances. Yeah, you know it's interesting. I feel like last year we had a lot of um, a lot of our one score games came down to us, right? Like you think of like the Lions, um, the first game against the Lions that we won, the uh, the Cardinals game, the the Bengals game. I mean, all these different games. It came down to the offense uh, needing to deliver, and sometimes we did, sometimes we didn't. Again, I think we were about five hundred in those one score games last year, and it. I mean, it's, it's not every game this year, but it seems like a lot of the games, it's coming down to that defense needing to make a play, whether it was, you know, Buffalo to, to hold on to the win, uh, whether it was last week, uh, again, needing to hold on to the win and, and coming up with a big play at the end of the game. Um, it, it seems like the defense is, is continuing to step up. Now, I know the question is, is this, is this sustainable? Um, right. I just, I, to your point, it defies all logic. Like, how are we the probably the worst defense in the league? I mean, statistically, we're letting up, I think, the second most yards in the league. Um, and, and we're, you know, we can't stop a nosebleed in quarters one through three. But, and then that fourth quarter comes and we're, we're sitting here stonewalling at the goal line, multiple games. Uh, we mm-hmm. are getting timely interceptions or interceptions we need so we can go take the lead and, and make these comebacks. So um, I, I don't know if it's sustainable, but we, ha- we haven't been proven that it isn't, I guess, right? I mean, it's, it's been happening each week. So uh, I, I'm going to enjoy the ride and not worry too much of whether is is this sustainable or not let's just take it week to week and enjoy the ride miles are you feeling the same way 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, we've we've had. I think I've seen arguments about the the one score games at Nazum across the uh, the timeline on Twitter, but um, I think it it holds merit that the Vikings are obviously winning these one score games. Of course, I do have a concern that at some point that's going to fall off, and <laughs> we're going to lose a really really bad in a really bad way, uh, probably. Do I want? Do I think it's going to happen at the worst time in the playoffs or something? Of course, that's just me as a Vikings fan. But um, I mean, at this point, it's really hard to. This team is really difficult. Like they're good. So point blank period. Let's let's stop there. This is a good football team. Um, how good? I still think we're all like. If you're not good. No, ex- exactly. This early in the season, you don't win ten games. Yeah, for sure. I think we all we're all still wondering how good is this team. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think I think that's a fair question to still ask, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We're ten and two, um, locked in the NFC North, pretty much um, division. The two seed is essentially like locked up. At the, at worst, the two seed might be like locked up for us um, pretty early on too. If we if we win a couple more games, just because the way the rest of the the NFC is playing out, like the it's between us and the Eagles for that one seed, and mm-hmm. probably between us and the Eagles for that two seed. So. Um, that's at least nice to have expect the Vikings to be able to play a, a home game in the playoffs. Um, I think the most, the biggest worry I have is like the cornerback position. I think we've talked about that. I'm not as worried about like Ed, Ed Donatel. I think we previous shows we've talked about this defense kind of is what it is. Um, I don't think the talent level is all that high. Um, you have a few, you know, blue chip guys, but some of them are aging. Um, and then you have a, a few other guys that are pretty good. Then the rest are pretty, mediocre to lower level um types of players so uh, that's why i say the cornerback position is really tough because you know you have a caleb evans who just went on ir obviously andrew yeah. boost out for this season um cameron dancer is expected to be back which is a huge boost for this defense but he even when he was playing a sign of city and pretend like the past defense was great just because cam dancer either um and so hopefully he can come back get back up to speed and and at least just put a little bit more um sustainability to that, that, that core and a little bit more stability, not sustainability, so stability to the core. And, um, so my hope is, um, the defense can, can just continue to be a bend don't break type type team. And then, um, yeah, I think the third quarter, uh, Mary, Mary mentioned it. The third quarter is our biggest issue. We just gotta, I, I feel like the end of half situations have kind of dwindled a little bit. We haven't been as sharp at end of half situations the last few weeks. Um, and I think just going into the third quarter where we've really struggled to put together an offense and in any capacity. And so um, we can get some leads or we can be down. We got to stop relying on the fourth quarter to be our, our savior one way or the other, if we need to come back from a, a game or if we need to uh, close out a game. So um, I think we need to be better in the third quarter to help make that fourth quarter a little easier. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um you mentioned it, and I've heard it a bunch, the whole bend, don't break uh, mantra of this Vikings defense. And even in the even in the game, the commentators were kind of talking about um, they don't really care about how many yards they let up as long as they don't let up the points. Does that concern you guys? It, it seems like a, a shift in the NFL, especially coming from like a Zimmer-style defense who prided themselves off of not, you know, not allowing a lot of points, not allowing a lot of yards, really being dominant in those facets. Um, does that concern you guys? Or do you, I mean, do you trust this defense as we approach 
playoff football? Well, it's kind of tough. I mean, you watched uh, a Cowboys team go and put up quite a few uh, on us, and they have a good defense, right? So, you know, we're feeling a little good right now because we just went up against the – I mean, granted, I don't think we should, but we just went up against the uh, the, the Patriots um, and, and pulled out a win. We went up against the Jets. And, again, people are talking about how great our – our, our offense is playing because we're going against, I mean, what the last four games we went against like the top four defensive teams in the, in the league. And we've been yeah. able to put up points and, and win three of those four. Um, but we're all like the last two games we went up against probably the two worst offenses or some of the two worst offenses in the league. And they, I mean, we got all played on offense uh, last game. I mean, granted, we won the game because our defense actually was the ones that kept us in that game by holding them to field goals. But, I mean, they out, they out gained us on offense. You know, you look at the, the Patriots game, I think it's the same thing. They um, So that I'm, I'm concerned that once we get to teams that are well-balanced, who aren't just so one-sided, really good on defense, uh, like you look at the Niners. I know they have Brock Purdy, but Brock Purdy just got them a win against the Dolphins, like not and not a two-a-list Dolphins like we did. Brock Purdy just yeah. went and beat the Dolphins um, because they have a good defense and they have a good offensive system that allows him to, you know, get the ball quick and, and then let their guys make plays. Right? Uh, you look at a team like that. You look at the Cowboys who just tore us apart. The Eagles who just tore us apart earlier this year. Um, those are probably the only teams I'm really that concerned about. I'm not saying we can't beat them, but can our defense hold up? And then can our offense put up points against some of those better teams? And we're still kind of waiting for that complete game too, right? Like, I don't think we've, we've, we've seen glimpses of it. I think the Jets game early on was like, wow, this is going to be a blowout. And then the offense just kind of disappeared and let the Jets come back into it. Um and I guess I don't know where I was going to go off of that, but Miles, what are what's your thought overall on on the defense? Can we trust them as we head into the postseason? Before you answer that, too, I saw a question in the chat, which is just relevant to a different conversation you and I have had recently about free agents to bolster the secondary. So we should talk about yeah. that um, if we have time, even though that's like an off season conversation. Um, I know it's kind of. Well, fresh I think in our I think he. Memory. I think this one might have said. This one might have said to bolster the rest of the season for the playoff push. Oh, so it's a little bit no. of a different, 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 different combo. I, to, to answer that, to answer that quickly. No, I don't think there's anybody out there right now. That's, that's going to be able to help bolster this defense um, in any significant yeah, was, way, unless someone gets I was just released, released over the next the, couple of weeks. Yeah. I was just looking at the list and it's like, and I thought I saw this on Twitter earlier to like today or yesterday, but like somebody mentioned Richard Sherman and it's like, and dude, dude's sitting comfy in an in a analyst uh, chair right now. I don't think he's looking to really come back and, and yeah, play football not. right now. Maybe he is. Who knows? But uh, I doubt it. And, um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at this list. There's just not a lot of talent, really. And if it is, it's probably pretty washed talent at this point. So, I mean, I think you just got to stick with, uh, um, you know, who we got. <laughs> and unfortunately, it's not a lot, but it's all we can really mm-hmm. do. And who, who knows? Like, we've had right. guys step up and play. Uh, Caleb Evans wasn't supposed to be anything, and he stepped up and played well. Um, you know, I mean, the little guy, for I'm drawing a blank on his name. Duke Shelley. Um, Duke Shelley. Duke Shelley, yeah. Duke Shelley, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't think he's that great of a corner, but whenever he sees that end zone, he turns into Superman or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he just is not letting anything get by him in the end zone. 
And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and I'm assuming uh, we have a couple practice squad guys are going to have to come up. So uh, hopefully the coaches can coach them up and let's see what we got. So then back then yeah. to the, the, the original question, Miles, do you trust this defense as the postseason looms upon us? I mean, no, but to be fair, I, I don't think we should. Um, I, I think for me, at least going into this season, no matter how, how, no matter how this season was going to play out for me, if the Vikings were going to be successful, it was going to be because of the offense. Um, and I think that's what it needs to be. The offense needs to drive and needs to win games for this football team. I mean, point blank period like the defense has come up and has come up clutch a few times this season um which is great um that's you know the bills obviously this last week the lions like there's a there's a handful of of situations where this team has you know been able to do that but um i think the offense needs to be able to put teams away or at least make it harder for defenses especially that's why that's why to me the third quarter is such an important scenario because if if you can if you're putting up negative yardage on offense in the third quarter you're going to let teams like the Jets come back. We're lucky that the defense didn't allow a touchdown until the fourth quarter um, of that game. Because if they let yeah. a, a you know a touchdown um, anytime in that third quarter when the when the Jets were driving up and down, um, we might be talking about a, a, a loss to the to the Jets. So um, I think the offense is the reason this team is going to is going to go anywhere. Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, you know T.J. Hawkinson, Adam Thielen, um, Dalvin Cook, like those guys are going to be the reason. And that offensive line is going to be the reason um, this team goes far in the playoffs because they're going to be the ones that have to keep pace with other teams, um, but they're also going to have to um, just put up points. Like even if you know, let's say we play a, a New York Giants team, you put up you know seventeen, they give up seventeen points on defense. We shouldn't be mad at the defense giving up seventeen, twenty points, twenty four points to a team right now. We shouldn't. We should be mad at our offense if they don't match that or even, you know, are, are even better than that. This offense should be able to put up 24, 26, 27, you know, 30 points, maybe not every week, of course, but consistently this, this offense should be able to do that. And so that's why I put more onus on the offense to, um, for expectations than I do the defense. So, so I guess, let me rephrase this then. Are you more concerned about the offense than in the postseason or the defense? I, <laughs> I I can't sit here and say I'm like I don't know. Uh, I think that's the easiest an- way to answer that. Is more so like I have confidence in in the off. I have more confidence in the offense than I do the defense. But I think it's all about how we can get guys the the secondary off offense offensive players involved. And I think mm-hmm. we've seen O'Connell do a little bit better job doing that. Um, but it can't just be JJ. Um, as much as we love. Justin Jefferson, and as much as he's going to feast on on defenses, you even saw against the Jets. Besides his touchdown uh, and a couple of key third down catches, of course, too. I'm not going to dismiss those, but he kind of was held in check for that most part of that game, and so that's going to happen on occasion. You know, defenses are going to hone in on him. He is that primary player. Um, he is the guy that, um, if I was a defensive coordinator. I'm letting anybody else on the on the Vikings offense beat me, but Justin Jefferson. So I'm putting two, three guys on him. I'm doing whatever I got to do to to stop him. Right? I'm making anybody else beat me, and I think O'Connell needs to do a little bit of a better job beating defenses with some of those other players. You know, t- we brought in T.J. Hawkinson. I think he's had a couple down weeks. I think it'd just be a perfect opportunity to get him a revenge. I'm not going to call it a revenge game, but like against the Lions, <laughs> but like get him more involved. You know, against yeah. his former team. 
Um, Adam Thielen, KJ, we saw a little bit more of KJ Osborne. I think because the Jets had such good um, cornerbacks in DJ Reed and, and Sauce Gardner, we were able to get uh, KJ Osborne a little bit more involved because that third guy finally was, you know, the, the outside guys had a little bit more attention and better personnel against them than what we've seen in the past uh, weeks. And so I think um, that's where a guy like KJ Osborne can, can um, succeed a little bit too. So, uh, and Rager, Rager got open, you know, just get the ball in his hands and, and some gadget plays, some quick, quick hitting plays, maybe a deep shot here and there. So um, we have weapons. I just think we need to utilize them a little bit more efficiently. Ryan, do you feel the same same way? You have confidence in the offense, just or more confidence in the offense, but still maybe a little bit worried about both. Well, yeah, I mean the the issues that I think some of the some of the issues we've had is you know we're putting a defense in a position where yeah we we had a twenty to three lead, which is great, but like how do you go silent and only put up seven points for the rest of the game? You know what I mean? Like you had so many opportunities to even sustain a drive. I mean, there's no way a team should be able to get back into the game if your offense is playing well enough to give you 20 points, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I don't like the disappearing act that the offense has typically has every game. It's every game that the offense disappears for a little bit of time. I think the only game that they didn't really was the Patriots. I think it was pretty much just a back and forth you know, slug fast there uh, offensively. But outside of that, the offense disappears, especially when we're up big. And it's like, I don't know if it's we're playing conservative or what it is, but we just need to keep laying it on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to, to Miles' point, I have higher expectations for them than the defense. Now, Todd brings up a, a good point here. You know, um, we are, I think, like third in turnovers in the league right now. So, yeah. We, we got to give the defense credit, right? Like they, when the opportunity strikes, they haven't executed on all those opportunities because otherwise we'd have some more interceptions. But um, they're they're opportunistic and they're taking advantage of it. Um, so it, it's one of those things where is that sustainable? It is continuing to create, create uh, turnovers is sustainable because um, that that's how our defense has been able to hold off a lot of these a lot of these comebacks. Right, uh, is a big play that allowed us to turn the turn the tide, so to speak, and, and, and go score, uh, go score a touchdown to take the lead or whatever. Um, can we continue to do that? That that's a tough thing to ask when they're just giving up so many yards and, and points. But, um, but you know, they, again, like I said earlier today, they haven't proven us that they can't keep it up because it's continuing to happen every game. So uh, I'm going to keep believing as long as they keep producing um, and, and continue to hedge my bet on, on us winning these games, these close games for sure. So. Well, so we have the Lions on Sunday um, and some news today. I think it was today. Maybe it was yesterday that a Caleb Evans is going to be placed on IR. Uh, the Vikings are still kind of taking the cautious approach to Christian Derrissaw, and they can do that. Um, but are you guys concerned at all about just like injuries potentially coming up in these next few weeks? Because I didn't prep you for this, but when you get to be in the position that we are, right, good record, maybe vying for uh, a buy or just a lock for a playoff spot, which we could clinch on Sunday, do you take a different approach for how you play your players knowing that you have a longer season ahead? And maybe that includes some starters too. You know, I'll, I'll take that real quick first. I a, a lot of our injuries aren't like – 
wear down injuries, right? They're not like pulled hamstrings or like I, I'm worn down in my, you know, show. they're almost all of these are concussions. Like a Caleb Evans was a concussion. Um, uh, Darius has a concussion, you know, uh, we're, we're losing all these guys basically due to the concussions. So it, it's one of those things where it's pretty unavoidable, right? I mean, you, you know, Darius Oz was, just a DN just came right at him and they, you know, they kind of bumped heads and he was got, he's out. Right. Um, Evans, you know, got taken out by his own guy. Right. I mean, but trying to make a play, right. Again, th- these things just happen, but I don't think you can avoid that. But I think our training team are like, oh, I forget what they call it. The sports science team or whatever. They're doing a great job of, I think, keeping us healthy for the most part outside of that. Right. I mean, obviously uh, Booth got hurt and he's just kind of injury prone apparently, but like, Outside of that, everyone's just getting concussions, and those are pretty unavoidable. So, um, so I'm not that concerned because I feel like everything that's come our way has just been, you know, just that's kind of just dumb luck, unfortunately. Miles, you feel Miles? feel the same way there? Um, I think the Vikings have afforded themselves, and I think Kevin O'Connell has kind of hinted at this. I think they've gotten to a point where they can afford them for to let guys maybe not fully rest, but play less snaps. So Darius Smith is a prime example of a guy who the last couple of weeks has not played his normal um, snap count and hasn't been as effective. And I think they're trying to be cautious with a guy like him because they know how important he is, because they know mm-hmm. how important he needs to be for them you know, as we move forward in the playoffs. And so um, a guy like him, a guy like even Adam Thielen, who we've seen get banged up quite often, you know, almost every game, I think he's at some point, you know, down, you know, and you're like, is yeah. he, oh man, is this it? Um, those types of those types of situations. So, like some of these older vets are guys that you could afford to, you know, decrease some of their snap counts, do some things just to, you know, help help them get healthier and and um, rejuvenated as we get closer to the playoffs. Because you can you've afforded yourself that that gap and opportunity um, and that buffer to make sure that these guys are healthy. And so, if you need to put in a Caleb Evans, we don't. I, so I'm going to sit here and I'm going to start. We don't know if a Caleb Evans is going to come back this year. Three, three concussions in a matter of a couple months, that's a lot. You know, I, I, I actually applaud them for putting him in IR because that means they can't rush him back. They can't put themselves in a situation where uh, maybe he's back next week, maybe he's back. No, they were like, it's at least four weeks and we'll reassess yep. as we go. And I think that's that's the best approach for a head injury like that. And so, um, yeah, it's scary in those situations. Obviously wishing him all the best. But um, in general, I think the tough part is – like where, where's the fine line? And but I, where I started at, where I started is I think they've awarded themselves an opportunity. If, if a guys need to wrestle a bit, let them. Like if you need to, yeah. if you need to drop a game because you need to sit, Kirk Cousins. I'm not like maybe Kirk Cousins needs to sit because that dude's been getting banged up like crazy the last few weeks. Like <laughs> taking some hits. Like if you need to sit him, yeah. If you need to sit him for a week, and maybe that's week eighteen, whatever. But like if you need to do that just to give him a week of of, of that break. Like this team needs to do those types of things because the goals now, yes, it's obviously win the division. Hopefully you can clinch that up in the next, you know, by Sunday um, and then try for the one seed. But like at best, like you're at, at worst, you're two or three seed. Like this team is going to yeah. be in your hosting a playoff game. The division needs to be bigger than just like the regular season at this point. It's about the playoffs and winning in the playoffs. And that's where I think their heads are going to start going. 
And, yeah. and part of that too, uh, Miles, is that you know by resting some of these vets, you're going to get some of these other guys opportunities to play in the event that we do get to the playoffs and we do actually get an injury. You know, get getting up Brian Osamoa some more reps. You know, in case because it's not like our two linebackers are young. You know, I think they're both like around 30 years old, and they're getting. And I think somebody mentioned earlier, like you take a look at like that Niners team; they got a lot of speed. You know, the Cowboys beat us with speed is, you know, what they had said, which is very true, you know, with those running backs and a Brian Osamoa getting him some more opportunities. So if you do get into that situation where, you know, uh, Tony Pollard is running rampant on us, we can get him in and he knows what he's doing. Right. You know, guys like that, yeah. guys like, you know, I, I'm assuming we're elevating some practice squad Kai in the, in the cornerback room. Uh, if one of these guys gets hurt, you know, let Patrick Peterson rest a little bit. Right. Um, so we, we gotta, we gotta, you know, give these guys opportunities. I know they actually have been managing Harrison Smith's reps a little bit throughout the season. You're seeing uh, Josh Metellus gets more run, which has been good. Um, and, and, you know, again, I saw Asamo in there last week. So, I mean, you're seeing it, but you know, uh, Patrick Jones, uh, I texted both of you guys during the mm-hmm. game. Like, his stock is way up right now. That that dude's just playing really, really well. He looks well. good. You know, he looked very good. Yeah, Sunday. get these guys some more opportunities. Let them, you know, let them get some hits in. You know, in in the event that when we get to the playoffs and they're called upon, they can effectively play. You, you bring up a good point about that, uh, and you called out a couple of guys on the defensive side, but uh, I actually saw uh, Jalen Naylor in for a couple of reps mm-hmm. on Sunday's game. Uh, and then obviously Jalen Rieger as well uh, with the big catch. So you, you might be onto something that, that maybe they're scaling back a little bit and that's how they're going to approach this as they head into the, to the postseason and get these guys some game reps. Um, so that way, if they do need them, uh, they're ready to go before we hit the, the second half here, uh, which is primarily going to be playoff conversation. Uh, just a shout out to everybody here in the chat joining us this evening. Thank you. We appreciate the uh, the comments that are flowing in. And also a shout out to our two sponsors. That's Badass What Art. Remember, with Christmas and the holidays right around the corner, you can go order your custom Badass Wood Art using Climbing the Pockets promo code CTPOCKET for 20% off any one item as well as heading over to Lake Monster Brewing Company. Uh, they have currently on tap this uh, this warm cider type of beer. I, I don't have the name with me right now. Um, it hits the spot on a cold day. I'll tell you that. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very good beer along with their other ones. So be sure if you're in the Twin Cities to head over to Lake Monster Brewing uh, and have those beers as well. Before we talk about playoff matchups, what do you need to see? I'm just going to ask each of you individually, and then we'll we'll, we'll figure out an ideal playoff matchup uh, for the Vikings in in the first round, assuming they don't get the bye. Um, what do you need to see from this Vikings team in the next five weeks to shift your mindset? And maybe you're already there, so maybe it, it can be you're already at that point to shift your mindset from like this is a this is a playoff team to this is a Super Bowl contender. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. 
And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Either one um, of you can just take yeah, it first. just a complete game, right? Like you know, we I think we we're on our way against the Jets. You know, we were up twenty to three late in the second, and I was feeling great. And I was like, all right, we'll go into the half up seventeen. Hopefully, we can hang up and you know put them away. And you know, thirty five to whatever, ten, fourteen, you know, whatever score would end up being. Um, and and we just didn't right so like i want to see a complete game where our defense plays well continues to you know get these opportunistic turnovers uh continue to bend don't break you know even if we're letting up like miles said earlier we're letting up 17 points that's not a big deal as long as our offense is also playing a complete game and we are able to put up you know the points that we should be putting up which is as he had mentioned you know 21 plus easy right like it should be 21 points a game minimum and then you know 20 27 28 you know, whatever it ends up being, uh, that's what we should be doing consistently. So um, the hard part is we're through the toughest part of our schedule. So I wanted to see that against the Cowboys or the Bills or the even the the Jets. And, you know, um, they're a pretty darn good team, actually. Um, we have one one more tough game probably this week, right? The Lions are playing really well, but, like, I'm not really that concerned about the Colts, even though it'll, I'm assuming it'll be a tough game. I'm not that concerned about the the Giants. I'm, you know, I I don't know why. I just feel like they're kind of, you know, people are saying we're um, fraudulent. I think that was a more fraudulent team uh, at that point in time. Um, and then obviously you have the Packers and the Bears. So um, see what we can do against these Lions. If we can put it together a complete game against them, I'll feel pretty confident. You're you're not you're not concerned about about the the remaining schedule very much. Because I think I, I am. I, I, I mean, in terms of like letdown, sure. But like, I, I, we again, I know we're not favored to win this game this week, but um, at least on Vegas standards. Um, but we should, we, we are the better team in every game for the rest of the year. Where I wouldn't have said that over the last four games. Okay, I just, I'll, I want to see what Miles has to say first, but then I'll, I'll give, I'll give my my little spiel here. I. I don't feel the same way about the the rest of the season, uh, but Miles, what do you need to well, see from this team to switch from playoff to to Super Bowl contender? I mean, maybe it's just a little bit more consistency, both sides of the ball. Like, let's put together like one of the next five games. Let's put together a complete game where we can. It doesn't have to be a blowout. Like, I think I think people are like ready to see a blowout, and I understand that uh, a blowout win. I should say not a blowout loss. We've seen two of those um but a game where you are just not just you're not just handing handling a team like we did the jets the first half right but like you see that consistent mm-hmm. throughout the second half where there's not even a a concern that they're going to come back like you might even only be up 10 points but there's not a oh my god here we go you know that that type of moment where we see it and you're like okay they're coming back you know that that whole you know two score lead is gone that type of thing i just kind of want to see a a start to finish game where we see this team, you know, not have to worry the last five minutes of the football game, four minutes of the football game, you know, or, you know, they have it in hand. Um, and I know that's, that's a, it's a tall task for this team, but 
Like, just show me one of those, you know, against these inferior teams. Like Ryan said, these teams, they're not the, – the Vikings are better than these teams. Like, they've proven that. And so, just go out and show it um, one of these – at least one or two of these weeks where you can really just, like, cement that, you know, you can you can put a team away without having it to be uh, be dramatic as hell. I think there's a real chance that the that the Vikings could lose three of their next four games, and that's that. that and that was that's how I feel about it. I, I I I feel like the Lions are playing really tough. The only game that I feel confident the rest of the year, because I'm not really counting Week 18 versus the Bears. I I think we'll likely rest starters in that game, but. Uh, the, is the Colts the Colts at home next Saturday? I feel like is is probably going to be a a cakewalk. Um, granted, they have played their opponents pretty tight, but they're not a team that scares me, especially with Matt Ryan at quarterback. Uh, granted, he is a veteran, but he's just like a stick in the mud back there, um, and he he's not very elusive. And so I, I feel like the the Vikings pressure will get there. But when you think about the Lions and Ryan, you called it out. They're they're fighting and they are playing teams really hard right now. And we have to go into Detroit this week and face them. Um, you know they don't have much to lose, and we kind of do um, in a sense. So I feel like that's a tough game. The Giants scare me. They have a lot of weapons, um, and and Dable's got that team playing hard as well. I mean. That's Wait, what that weapons me. do the Giants have that scare you besides what? Barkley? Yeah, it's, it is Barkley. That is who scares yeah, me. Slayton. Darius Slayton. Hey, Darius Slayton's look good. He's looked good. That he's looked good this year. <laughs> hey, I, it, we can't we can't really talk shit though, Ryan. We we've let like offenses run up and down on us. The Patriots. Man, I mean, I, I, no I agree. Runners. I'm just not. I'm just not worried about that team. Like. Are you worried about the Packers? Not as like an overall threat, right? We're not worried about the threat, but are you worried about that game going into Lambeau for a team that very well could be trying to make a last effort? I'll give you, I'll give you that one, Matt. I'll give you the Packers. Not even just because they're trying to make a last ditch effort. They don't. I think they want to show that Week One was a fluke. They want to Mm -hmm. do that type of thing. Like I I could see that, especially a a guy like Rodgers. Like I don't think. Whether it's his last season in Green Bay or not, I think, yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm not sitting here saying like the rest of these teams are just like a cakewalk, but or anything like that. Like obviously they're, they're going to play hard, and we're probably going to get their best because, again, we're a ten and two team. Everyone's going to give us their best effort, right? But what I'm saying is, like, I was genuinely concerned going to Buffalo. I was genuinely concerned playing the Cowboys. Like I knew that those were going to be tough, hard games. I was excited. But like I, I was concerned because I, I knew that those would be like litmus tests, like I said, for us. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think these last five games are I mean, except for the Lions. I I'll give Lions more credit, but I, I yeah, sure, we could even drop two of these. I mean, you drop games you should win all the time, right? But I'm not I'm not sitting here saying like, okay, these like I, I'm scared to play this team right now. But yeah. We should be favored in every one of these games. And if we lose one or two of those, that's fine, especially depending on how we lose, right? But, like, 
I, I'm not like sitting here shaking in my boots thinking, oh God, we got to go against Josh Allen. We got to go against Micah Parsons. Like I, there's nobody on these teams that I'm like that scared of besides maybe, um, maybe this, this Lions offense, because this Lions offense, I think is the real deal. Amon Ross, 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 he yeah. scares me. Yeah, Amon Ross. Yeah, however you say his <laughs> yeah. first name. St. Brown scares the hell out of me. Um, How hard is it? And, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I, I, did I say it that wrong? What did I say? Amon Ra? That's right, right? Amon Ra St. Brown. Whatever. There you go. That's close. <laughs> we have differing, differentiating opinions on, on maybe how the rest of the season might go. Um, regardless, though, this is still hey, by a the way, Matt, team. you said we're going to lose three of our next four, so you better be uh, putting that in your records here. Whoa, 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 whoa. I said that we could lose three of our next four. Didn't say it was going Mr. to happen. Mr. Negativity used to be Mr. Optimistic over here. Still optimistic, but this team, this team is, uh, they like to play it close. So, and yeah, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop here. Um, but like I was going to say, regardless, this is still a playoff team and we will be in the playoffs, whether we're playing, you know, wildcard weekend or the next round after given the bye. Um, Wanted to see what your guys' thoughts were on who you'd want to face. So as it stands today, and that's just how we'll take it as, as today, um, teams we could face would be the Eagles. Not likely to happen, but it could. Uh, the 49ers, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Seahawks. Who would you prefer come to U.S. Bank Stadium? Because I'm assuming we will host. We would. It would. It have to be a pretty horrific letdown to not host a playoff game. Well, well no, we we're automatically going to host because we're, we're going to win the division. Mm-hmm. Correct. So who's coming, and who would you want to face? Miles, you go first. <laughs> in the first round, in the first round. So hypothetically, say we we get the two seed, two or yeah. three seed. I really, you know. Um, Probably the Giants, the – who are the other teams you said? Giants, 49ers. Giants, uh, 49ers, Seahawks. Bucks, Seahawks, Cowboys. The Giants are probably the only one that I'd want to see. Um, mm-hmm. And Seahawks. I, th- I think we could beat the Seahawks. Um, I think they're a pretty good team, but I think I think we'd be – I think we'd, we'd be – I think we're better than them. Um, yeah. Now the the Forty ers have a backup third string, Mister Relevant quarterback, um, but that defense is is the best defense in the league, arguably the best defense in the league. So that scares me. Um, so I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather avoid them if we can. Let somebody else beat them. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. So for me, it'd be the Giants or the Seahawks. So those are the two teams I'd want to see. Um, okay. And I'm not I'm not as worried about the Bucks as we you know we have been in the past, but it's still Tom Brady in the playoffs. So. Again, not unbeatable, but I'd rather go a different route if we could. <laughs> well, and again, the likelihood of us being able to play the Bucks first round since they're going to be a division champion, um, we well, won't right, play right, them. Good point. Right. So, um, so basically, yeah, it's it's one of the NFC East teams, or yeah, whoever else makes it out of the NFC West, if if they do, or if somehow or the Lions Bay. can snake their way, or Green Bay can snake their way in. Um, I think they'd have to, both of them would have to run the table. Uh, and you know, I don't see that happening. So, 
Yeah, I, I agree with Miles. I mean, obviously, first choice would be the, you know whoever has the worst offense, right? Like whoever has the worst offense, I want to play against. So uh, that's to me, it's the Giants, and then probably the Seahawks after that. So um, Commanders are kind of in the hunt, right? So if the Commanders can make their way in, I'm comfortable playing yeah. them again. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm not really scared of any team besides the mm-hmm. Cowboys and the Eagles. So if it happens to be the Niners. Uh, which again, they're division leaders, so I don't anticipate we'd play them week one um, or you know the first round. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not really that worried about anyone besides the Cowboys and Eagles. I I like I partially would like to see the Cowboys come back here um, just to see if we could give them a run for their money, but it does scare the shit out of me. Um, to potentially Let them come have back to here and we the face them again. <laughs> um, well, that's that's all I have uh, for for tonight's show outside of uh, predictions here. So, unless you guys have anything, let's uh, let's do the predictions. And unfortunately, this week we were not able to secure a media guest. We went, you know, 11, 12 weeks strong with one, uh, but uh, it it just it wasn't in the cards this week. So. I'll go first. Um, I'll set. I'll set the table here. I think the Vikings are going to lose on Sunday. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know why I feel that way. I think maybe it's because Kirk was kind of missing some throws last week. Um, uh, the offense is just kind of making me a little nervous right now, and I think Dan Campbell has that team ready to to kind of punch us in the mouth a little bit. And maybe it's a good reality check for us, but um, yeah, I, I think we lose on Sunday and I think it's, I think it might be like a, a 27, 17 type loss might not be close. So sorry to be a Debbie downer uh, <laughs> here tonight, Ryan, no reaction, just, just staring right at the game. Okay, well, you guys were calling losses uh, all we, last year. Yeah, that was when those were like very real concerns last year. But we year. did lose. Um, but we lost those games. Yeah, yeah, we lost those games. <laughs> That's fair. This That's is fair. we've been hey, everyone. We've been doing this like the Vikings Happy Hour show, like branded Vikings Happy Hour for two years now. That last season, this season, this is the first time Matt picked the Vikings to lose. <laughs> Yeah. When we're ten and two, he picks us to lose. Not when we're fighting. Do you know, fighting do you know the? Do you know the real reason why I'm picking them to lose? I'll, I'll be full transparency. I have a family Christmas on Sunday, and typically when I watch football games with my extended family, whatever can possibly go wrong, it's going to go wrong, uh, and it's just going to be a. Uh, a bunch of people upset about the Vikings on Sunday. So that's that's why I think they're going to lose because I'm I'm having Christmas with my this with my is, family on, on Sunday. This is how I know Matt Matt has no standing within his family because I never would have let it happen where it overlapped <laughs> during the game. But you know, we're I we're just built different. Matt. I tried. Like, where's where's built different? Just on, built different. Just built different. You want to call my mom and, and hash it out with her? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Mom, if you're watching right now, I'll have Miles shoot you a call. That's see if you can work. move Christmas on Sunday. That's, yeah, that, 
that's light work. All you got to do is move <laughs> it to like three, three thirty. You'll be all right. That's true. That's true. All right, Ryan, what do you got for Sunday? Not the same as you. That's for damn sure. Um, I do think we put in. I, I do think we put in our complete game. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a blowout. I think uh, the Lions will play us tough, but I think we play a strong defensive game. Uh, you know, we make key stops when we need to. We're going to sustain some drives on offense against the most yards allowed team in the league, um, and, and we're going to put up some points. So I'm going to say thirty-one twenty-seven win well we both have the lions scoring what 27 a, what a defensive <laughs> juggernaut that that game is ryan <laughs> i didn't say it was going to be a defensive juggernaut. i just said that we're gonna we're gonna make the key plays we've been making okay all right miles what do you think um oh, i'm tired uh, i i kind of agree with you matt um but I can't – I can't – I'm at a point with this team where I can't bet against them anymore. I sure think the, can. I think the Cowboys game – like the the Bills and the Cowboys are the two games I thought, oh, they're not winning those games. And at least the Cowboys when I was right, but I didn't want to be right. Um, I'm going to go 30-24 to 24 Vikings. Okay. There we go. Yeah, let's go. I knew Miles wouldn't let me down on like that. Well, I mean, hey, well, so well, I can. Well, hey, here's what I can do, Matt. I can if they if the if the Lions win, all I gotta say is, ah, man, I still couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't bet it, I couldn't say it, I couldn't predict it, and I can just run it back and be okay. If I say they're gonna lose and then they win, people are gonna shit on me for that. No thanks, I'm good. Bring it. Bring it's the holidays. It. If they if they win on it's holidays. Sunday, Fire it up. I'm ready for it. I feel like Kevin O'Connell no. – hot take. I feel like Kevin O'Connell feels like a loss is coming again. Um, I just – in the way he talks, he's just almost like preparing fans in a sense to uh, to face adversity. Well, they had like, because They had like, what, six guys in, uh, out of practice today with an illness? That's also true. I mean, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Yeah. It is Wednesday. So you know, the hope is by Sunday, by travel day, Saturday, like these guys got IV'd up and they're okay. But um, it could impact yeah. them because they're you know they could you know they're uh, just game speed. They're uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, st- stamina and stuff like that could be down. Um, yeah. So that could have an impact. All right. No, we're gonna we're well, gonna, we're gonna take some uh, uh, bite some kneecaps <laughs> this weekend. We're gonna we're gonna pull off this win. All right. Well, I hope you guys are right. Uh, that's all we have for tonight. If you haven't already, please go over to our YouTube channel, like, subscribe, and ring the bell as it says on the screen. Uh, we go live every week at eight o'clock Central Wednesdays uh, for Vikings Happy Hour. Dave, do we have anything the rest of the week that we need to share? We do. Tomorrow night, we have Vikings Hot Takes at 8.30 with Great Flip Mozzie and Eric Thompson. One of the questions they're asking is, when will the Vikings lock up the NFC North? If it was up to Matt, it would not be Sunday. 
But since it's up to the rest of us, it's going to be Sunday. I can already answer that question. It's going to be a fun Vikings hot takes. And then on Saturday, you have myself and Darren Campbell. We're your two old bloggers. We are going to get into the question of first theme is going to be should Rager take more snaps from K.J. Osborne? We're going to look at that, see if that should happen. <clears throat> Obviously, Rager's good, fast, uh, very good in the trick plays like Miles has him. And uh, But the question is, should uh, they split some of those snaps and do a little bit more on that end? In the second theme, I have been researching all week into concussions. We're going to have a concussions talk. Because of Christian Derisaw and a Caleb Evans who went on IR today with his third one. Concussions is a major deal. Is it fluky? Partially. But also, uh, it's an engineering problem. If you can reduce the impact on the head, you might solve that problem. And I'm going to talk about, uh, when I get into it towards the end, should the Vikings go with a better helmet? Uh, be an interesting discussion and then of course we're going to break down the game like nobody else does we'll get into the numbers how people match up and how the vikings will win on sunday then of course after the game we have the final score which matt usually partakes in but he's already telling me right now he's going to be at a christmas i day. am yes ryan can join Ryan wants to. I'll put him on there. But you're going to be at the Maybe. I, I'm going to definitely be at some bar with Crockett. So I, I, don't, I don't know if I'll be in, in the right state of mind. But we'll, yeah, we'll see. But oh, Everett is right in the comments. 10 and 2, baby. 10 and 2. Sunday, let's make that 11. Let's go. Let's go. What do well, we say, guys? Skull Vikes. Skull Vikes. Skull. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell, and feel free to rate us on your favorite aggregator. A big shout-out goes to our partners, The Daily Norseman, where the best Vikings content can be found. To That's Badass Wood Art, when you're looking for something unique to brighten your space. And to Lake Monster Brewing, home of the best beer in Minnesota. Skull, everybody! Skull, everybody!